And were you a little bit surprised on how things ended up with the UFC that they did end up to part ways with you? No, no, I deserved it. Honestly, I didn't show my potential in the last three fights. And it was not a surprise. You know, I'm just upset with myself because I know how much I can and I know how much, you know, I can do. And I didn't expose that in my last fights. All right, guys, so today I'm joined by a former LFA flyweight champion, uh, former UFC flyweight as well, Sabina Mazo. Thanks for joining the show. How's everything going today? Pretty good, pretty good. A lot going on since I woke up. I'm, like, doing stuff. So, yeah, pretty pretty good, though. Yeah, it seems like you're always on the grind, right? So how's everything been since the last time we saw you in action? Because it seems like you're staying busy with the mixed martial arts training. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, my last fight was March, but to be honest with you, it's been the year that I have done the most, really. I've been changing like a lot of things. Um, I moved closer to the gym. I moved to another gym. Um, and I started a new program with uh, strength and conditioning. And that's been crazy. You know, that's been changing my whole, lifestyle my whole body so it's been a lot of movement lately to be honest with you is that part of what you meant when because I, I mentioned or I heard you say rather after your fight a few months after your fight that you needed to make changes right to what you were doing is that part of what's been going on and how has the changes been how have they been going into effect for you yes yeah, so definitely it was after my fight unfortunately because I feel this is what I needed from long time ago and and I didn't do it um, but yeah, I mean, I, I started to do it after the fight and those changes has been great. You know, like in training, I already feel like a difference, um, just in my body physically, I'm, I'm way stronger now. And I think it's going to help me also to cut weight better, you know, get to 125 in a better shape. You know, it's not that I suffer a lot, but you know, there's always things that you can do better. And those are one of the things. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of the grind, right? Like we just mentioned it. Is that sort of how you are, how you live your life? Or is that just um, a byproduct of you being a mixed martial artist? Or if you weren't a mixed martial artist, would you still be like this? Because you seem like a very busy person from what I see on the outside. So, again, always on the grind. I think it's something I am like that, you know. I I am like that. I don't like to do just one thing. Uh, even when I first got here to, to the U.S., I was studying and I was training in competition. I mean, doing competition as well, but I was doing a lot of things at the same time. So I don't know. I really like it. I like to keep be busy. I like to learn different things. So, you know, I try to use my time as much as I can. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, here we are now, we're trying to, I guess there's sort of no real path yet for you, right? The future sort of still opened up based on what happened. Were you a little bit surprised on how things ended up with the UFC that they did end up to part ways with you? No, no, I deserved it. Honestly, I didn't show my potential in the last three fights and it was not a surprise. You know, I'm just upset with myself because I know how much I can and I know how much, you know, I can do. And I didn't expose that in my last fights.
But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I know I will go back to the UFC. And uh, I think it's a, it was, I mean, it's kind of weird to say this, but it was kind of a good thing that happened because it, it really woke me up like, hey, you're not doing things right. You know, you have all this potential and you're just wasting it. You know, you're not putting your energy where it should be. So it was good. I mean, of course, no one wants that. But I do think it's a open door to be better. And like when I go back there, it's just to go and do my job and that's it, you know. So, yeah. Absolutely. And that's something that I was going to ask you next, right? Because we've seen in the past that the UFC has parted ways of fighters, right? Like Brandon Moreno, fighters like that. We've even seen guys like Ray Borg, who was released from the UFC. He's on a three-fight win streak now, and he's asking for Dana to sign him again, right? I was going to ask you, so that seems to very much be the mentality that you have, right? That's your goal. You want to get re-signed by the UFC, return there, and be successful there, right? Definitely, yeah. And, I mean, it's not being, like, cocky or anything, but I really believe on me. I really believe on things that I'm doing right now. So I do think I will go back. I'm not asking the opportunity yet because I want to prove that with my fights outside, you know. So it's not something I ask right now. But as soon as they see my job and they see the work I'm doing, I think it's going to come up naturally, you know. I'm going to fight for it. Yeah, absolutely. And so what do you envision would like, what would you not, maybe not what's next. I'm sure maybe there's things you can't talk about or maybe things that just haven't even come to, to be yet. Right. But what what's something that you would want to do down the line? What's your preference? Obviously the UFC isn't going to happen right away. You got to have some fights, right. Or maybe earn it, get it back. Like what you just said, but what are you thinking? Like, are you looking to get into another top tier promotion here? Cause there's very good promotions aside from the UFC. Yeah. There's a lot of good promotions out there. I don't have anything scheduled yet, but I do have a plan for sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really working hard and I have in my mind to fight end of the year for the LFA. Um, really? okay. yeah, so I just don't have a plan. I don't have anything. So I'm just talking dreams here because nothing is official yet, but, um, yeah, definitely, uh, end of the year, want to fight for LFA, you know, do a couple of fights. And with that, showing my work, go back to the to the UFC. But, you know, like you said, there's a lot of good shows out there, you know. And um, I just want to show my work. And it doesn't matter where exactly. But I do think LFA is my path just because I fought there, like you were mentioning at the beginning. And I do think LFA has a lot of, like, a high level of fighters, you know, like top fighters that go exactly to the UFC or to other promotions but it's a great uh place to be if you want to you know get that exposure and get that high level as well in competition yeah definitely and LFA seems like a place that's close to home for you right or, or are you looking to maybe capture the belt again for a third time for sure I'm not I'm not I mean for sure I would love to fight uh for the LFA belt you know but I, I don't think I'm in the position to ask for anything Right. I just first, I need like a victory and show what really I'm doing. So Absolutely. it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah, definitely. And is part of maybe this approach because you're so young, because you have so much time on your hands or, or you have the mindset now that you actually are itching for a fight, right? But to get a fight, you got to, you know, things need to come to fruition, right? It's looking like it's going to be LFA or not, but you've also said you're willing to fight any other place, right? Any other, perhaps a big promotion, is that how you're feeling right now? Like you just want to get in there? Yes, I I got the desire again. Uh, 
wait, I don't know what happened. That's it. You're good. Uh, I did got that desire again of fighting. And um, it's been a while, to be honest with you. Like, yes, I wanted to fight, but there was something that was not right on me. You know, it's like a lot of personal stuff that I was going through. So I don't know. It's back. It's back. I want to, I train like with a lot of, I'm hungry. Uh, I have that desire again. So I'm looking for a fight, you know, and um, I'm just in the moment where I want to improve in all the aspects, everything that I got from my losses, you know, from my victories as well. A lot of things that I have to improve. You said I'm very young, but I have to use that in my favor, you know, because the time is, is passing. I'm 25, time but flies. I still, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's just too fast. So I'm just trying to uh, get everything together, you know, in this moment and like use it in my way. Uh, my, my weakness, I'm working on that. Also my, uh, my strength parts, you know, how do you say that? Yeah. My abilities, let's say I'm trying to polish them as well. And this new aspect that I'm putting into fighting, that is a part of the strength and conditioning. It's, it's another thing that I'm adding. It's a new tool that I'm adding to my game and I'm super excited to see how that, you know, reflects in the fight. Absolutely. Now, there's obviously a time where you did have some great momentum, right? I believe you're on a three fight win streak in the UFC and you did. And obviously those aren't things we have to get into, but you did mention some personal problems. Would you attribute that a lot of that sort of to what happened in the recent downfalls in the UFC, the last few setbacks you had, or was it maybe things just went wrong when you went to Bantamweight? Cause you, you, you obviously compete at flyweight all the time. And then you made the move to Bantamweight, right? Which is something that I'm sure was different for you. I mean, what was it? What can you pinpoint that sort of maybe things started to change a little bit? You know, um, it's going to be super easy to blame others, but it's not. It's all on you, you know. Uh, decisions that I made, for sure, the bantamweight uh, fight that I, I did, uh, the personal issues as well. Everything, I, I take it as a responsible because everything affects, you know. As an athlete, I feel you have to be conscious of every single thing you do in life. like. Uh, your work outside the, the the fighting, your family, your partner, um, everything. You really have to have everything on point because if not, it's going to affect you in your fighting. So I think a lot of things happened and I just didn't have, you know, I was not mature enough to handle situations. And so, yeah, I think I, I was just, you know, responsible of my decisions and those decisions were not great. Yeah, Absolutely. And something I, I could say right away that I respect about you is that a lot of times like I interview fighters and, you know, not to say that they blame other things, but, you know, they they mention a lot of things that went wrong. So I think kudos to you for, for you know, owning up to it and saying it's on me. I think that that's a good mentality to have. And I appreciate that. Um, so let me ask you, right. You spoke about like preparation and all that stuff, right? How has it been having, you know, team to share around you along the entire way, you know, throughout the last fight and throughout the process now? uh amazing you know you really need that energy from the people i try to do uh some fights like without like a team and it sucks you know for me as a fighter there's options for everyone but uh it's very different when you have everyone there every single day training with you you know or for their fights or for my fight so getting that energy it's different it's it's very motivating to have 
And uh, also you learn a lot because you have different people that gives you their, their aspects. So um, you're there not only training for a fight, but learning in, in the martial art aspect. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I'm here at Black House right now. And it's very good for me because I live super close. I have a lot of girls that I'm training with right now. And that's good because I was not used to train with a lot of girls. Right. And um, yeah, so I think that's that's also another thing that changed a little in, in my training schedule. Yeah, certainly. And speaking of training, speaking of Teixeira MMA, right? Glower Teixeira himself, right? A guy who I'm sure is quite a, of an, a bit of an overseer, right? In that gym. He's a guy that's had his setbacks, came back to, to win a world championship, right? Do you look yeah. at a guy like that and think, He's actually the perfect guy to be under his wing to learn from him because I've had my setbacks now as a young person and I could learn from it and do what he did. And you're a lot younger than he is too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And not only in that aspect that you say that it's so true, but I had the pleasure to learn from him as, as a person and he's super nice. He's a chill person. The way he is on camera and everything, he's like that in real life. So I don't know. I feel like you need the world needs a little bit more people like him. Definitely. So, um, yeah. And not only him, but also Boateng. He's fighting soon. And he's just a beast. He was fighting the same day as me. And he yeah. was like stopping the training, his training to give me advice or to uh, explain me something, you know, taking the time. And I feel real champions do that. You know, it doesn't matter the result over there. But he showed how much uh good human he is in, in my aspect so yeah that uh, that i take like for the rest of my life absolutely seems like a guy who teaches you a lot of stuff outside of the uh you know outside the octagon right so that's something that sounds like a, a great experience a great guy to have around you speaking of training right we met, we've been talking about it uh throughout it's been a main subject you do a lot of training yourself on the side if i'm not mistaken right can you talk about like what kind of classes what kind of classes you offer rather you know all that stuff that you do yeah so well i i do all my training of course with the group and everything but um my strength and conditioning i do it like by myself let's say um that i do every single day so i'm like training two or three times a day I don't have a fight coming up, but, you know, I'm planning on it. Uh, and also I teach, you know, besides uh, my my training, I have to teach. So that's what I've been focusing a lot. And it helps me to learn. You know, it's so different when you're explaining the position or you're, you know, trying to teach something to someone. It's very interesting. I, I really suggest every fighter should do it just to pass by some knowledge that you have. And that way you're going to even understand it better. So, yeah. Is that a passion of yours teaching aside from uh, fighting? It is. It is. And for some reason, I love to teach little girls. That's one of my focus right now. And I really like it just because you could see their attitude the first day and like months after they're like a different person. Like they're confident. Uh, they stand up better. They walk better. And that's just, for me, that's it. It doesn't matter the technique I'm going to teach them or uh, if they fight or they don't fight, but like just changing them to be a little bit more secure with themselves, to feel better with themselves. I think that's 
the most important. So yeah, that's kind of my focus on teaching, getting like younger girls, boys as well. So yeah. Does any of that have to do with the fact that you weren't able to train with girls for a long time? Maybe it's something that you want to double up on now. Well, you just mentioned it, it makes sense. I, yeah. I was not thinking it like that, but definitely I think, uh, yeah, because you don't see it even in my beginning, the beginning of my career in Colombia. Uh, I was the only girl, you know, I was 15 years old and like all the boys, like 20, 25, 30 wow. years old. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's very, it's, it's, for me, it's inspiring to see other girls wanting to train and to learn this, uh, martial art or, you know, just fighting and everything. I really want to have more girls, even not only here, but again, in Colombia, um to to be able to pass that to them because i had opportunity but i want them to have a little bit more yeah absolutely and then you know obviously you were someone who at least in the are you fully in connecticut now or are you still in california no no i'm california i go there to connecticut and i'm here black house is okay. kind of the in the same hand with uh glover Teixeira. we're with mm -hmm. the same people same everything so I stay here and I go there and I mean, yeah. And you seem to be someone who really very, likes California, right? I love it here. And, and yeah. something from black house is that, um, there's, uh, the coach Kenny Johnson, he's a wrestling coach and sure. I'm, I'm using that a lot because that's one of the things I, I have to improve. I didn't came with wrestling or anything. So, um, it's a, the perfect, place for me right now to stay because exactly because of that tool yeah and i got a few questions here as we wrap up thanks for the time of course uh you were born in colombia right you brought it up a couple times already what, what's the situation like do you have family there how often are you visiting um yeah they, they say every colombian has to say something that they're colombian i'm sorry i didn't try to mention that i, I was from there <laughs> but you gotta have the colombian uh, pride yeah, I'm sorry. They, it always comes up. But yes, my family, they all live in Colombia. I'm the only one here. But they wow. visit me. They go to the fights. Uh, it's been four years, actually, that I don't go there. But I will, I will. I'm trying to go next year. So, yeah. Yeah. Were your parents, like, asking why you didn't play soccer or something else instead? <laughs> no, no, no. My dad loves it. My mom just doesn't watch the fight. She gets nervous. But. You know, I mean, my, my dad does like it and they support me since my first MMA fight. They were there like cheering and watching. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And who, who wouldn't be a fan of the sport, right? Especially once they start watching even newcomers. And you have a very bright future ahead of you again, just 25 years of age. And with that, Sabina, we thank you so much for, uh, you know, for coming on the show. We look forward to seeing what's next in your future. For sure. Oh, I'll love to come back here after my victory.